Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. The state in Florida. Frightening floodwaters in Prince George's County. That was really, really horrifying. This is Kyle Cooper. After the tragedy in Lafayette Park, understanding lightning strikes. I'm Shana Stulen. A man's convicted of sexually abusing his young stepdaughter. I'm John Dome. Good morning. Welcome in 2 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Reaction now to Monday morning's execution of a search warrant by FBI agents at the Florida home of former President Trump, the president's son, Eric, on Fox News. Every single day we get another subpoena, and they do it for one reason, because they don't want Donald Trump to run and win again in 2024. CBS's Stephen Portnoy. Sources confirmed to CBS News the search warrant stems from an investigation into whether the former president brought classified material with him to Mar-a-Lago after he left office. In February, the National Archives informed the Justice Department that secret information was found in 15 boxes of White House records that were stored at Mr. Trump's Florida residence. In his statement decrying the seizure, the former president says Hillary Clinton faced no consequences for her use of a private email server, which was determined to contain some classified information. Saltwater is emerging as a new complication in drought-stricken California. CBS's Steve Futterman in Los Angeles. Water from the Pacific Ocean is creeping into areas that normally get fresh water supplies from the mountains. This is causing problems for farmers in the state's agriculture-rich Central Valley. In the city of Antioch, there are plans to build a desalination plant, massive rock barriers are also being built. The CDC is warning that fresh uh, warning freshwater swimmers, that is, about a brain-eating amoeba that killed a man in Missouri. The agency's Dr. Julia Heston. Water can enter the nose, and these amoeba then can travel from the nose through nerves, actually, to enter the brain. Of 155 cases in the U.S., all but four were fatal. Ukraine and Russia are accusing each other of shelling Europe's biggest nuclear power plant. CBS's Charlie Daggett has that. The plant lies on the front line of an intensifying Russian offensive across southern Ukraine. Here, the coastal city of Mykolaiv has become the focus of Russian firepower. Major General Dmitry Marchenko is the commander of this region. Is it your sense that there will be a showdown here in Mykolaiv? Yes, we're preparing for this offensive, he said. Our soldiers will stand until the end. No one is planning to give up Nikolai. The Department of Homeland Security has ended the Trump-era policy that required asylum seekers to wait in Mexico for hearings in U.S. immigration courts. The announcement Monday came hours after a judge lifted an order that had been in effect since December that required the policy to be reinstated after the Biden administration lifted it. In late June, the Supreme Court overruled that order, saying the president indeed had the power to end the policy. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can.
Charity of the Month is the Alzheimer's Association. The Alzheimer's Association is the leading voluntary health organization in Alzheimer's care, support, and research. Millions of Americans are affected by Alzheimer's disease. You can make a difference. Volunteer, advocate, donate. Sign up to Walk to End Alzheimer's. Take action today and help achieve a world without Alzheimer's and all other dementia. For more information, visit WTOP.com search charities. That's WTOP.com search charities. WTOP at 203. Tuesday morning. Welcome in August 9th, 2022. Might see a lingering spotty shower towards daybreak. Otherwise, hardly cloudy, muggy, lows in the 70s. We are at 77 right now. Hi, Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. Topping the local stories we were looking at as we ride into this 2 a.m. hour Tuesday for you. People had to be rescued from their cars locally in dangerous flooding in Prince George's County. Olafumni Johnson works here in an office building in the 6,000 block of Kenilworth Avenue. She was told the parking lot was flooding, so she came out to save her pickup truck, but the water was too high. The car wouldn't move. I was stuck in the car. These folks right here had to get me out of the car. You can see my clothes. It's wet. Yes. The water got to my to my chest. A man pulled her from her truck and together he and Johnson rescued another woman pulling her through the window of her car. I had to pull down the window because I couldn't open the door. No one was injured as much as four inches of rain hit the area creating the flash flooding. In Prince George's County, Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. We are in the midst of summer storm season all the way around with thunderstorms expected over the next few days. No surprise there. T-storms bring with them lightning, though. And after last week's tragic lightning strike locally in Lafayette Park killed three and injured a fourth, we hear from an expert here on WTLP this morning on what to do in any storm. The victims were huddling under a tree in the park waiting out the storm to pass according to authorities. There's multiple ways that people can be injured or struck by lightning if lightning first hits another object. For instance, the electricity can jump from the tree to the person leaning on it or standing next to it, or the current can travel into the ground and spread out a number of feet away from the tree. Chris Vygaski, a meteorologist and member of the National Lightning Safety Council, which promotes lightning safety and awareness, says there's no safe place outside during a thunderstorm. The only safe places inside a building or a fully enclosed car. And don't crouch down, he says, making yourself a smaller target. That doesn't work. Just keep moving towards the closest building. Shana Steele, WTOP News. WTOP News time now, 206. Schools across the country are scrambling right now to fill all their teacher positions before the fall. And here at home, Montgomery County Public Schools say this morning substitutes will likely be a big, big part of their strategy to make sure each classroom has a qualified teacher. This year, as more than 150 slots remain open, we continue to rely on our excellent cadre of over 3,500 substitute teachers that exist within the system. And Travis Wiebe, Director of Certification and Staffing with Montgomery County Schools, says there are plans to expand the permanent substitute program that was started last year in 19 schools. So a permanent substitute is someone that comes to the school every single day to fill a need. Those substitutes got higher pay and, Weeby says, helped provide continuity and a familiar presence. Montgomery County Schools open August 29th. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 2.06, a Hyattsville man facing several years in prison this morning after he was convicted of sexually abusing his stepdaughter when she was a very young girl. The victim is 18 now, but was just eight years old when the abuse started. It's never too late 
to get justice. Prince George's County State's Attorney Aisha Braveboy says it took a jury just over a half hour to convict 62-year-old Quentin Perry Sr. of Hyattsville last week. She says in most cases, when a child is sexually abused... Unfortunately, our children are being abused by people who they know. Perry faces up to 25 years in prison just for the charge of sexually abusing a minor when he's sentenced in January. John Dome in WTOP News. WTOP at 207 traffic and weather on the way. The citizen is at the center of every government mission. The government is at the core of the PEGA government platform. With PEGA's low-code platform for AI-powered decisioning and workflow automation, federal agencies can focus on improving service for citizens and achieving mission goals, all while avoiding